not one. There is none who understands, and there is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. This thing of seeking God, you hear us talk about it a lot. But do we really know what seeking God really means? When we think of seeking God, what does that look like? You obviously you cannot run up to heaven where he is, right? You're not going to find his physical presence hiding behind a tree or something, right? So when we talk about seeking God, what does that really entail? The Bible here says that none seeks after God. And you know, even after the fact that we are saved, we still have trouble seeking God sometimes, amen? That's the truth. We just, we do. We have problems seeking him. Uh, how many know that this week, one of the things we talked about Sunday is that whenever we fast and really try to focus our attention on seeking God and praying and trying to hear what he's saying to us, that um, it's a revealer of what's really in our hearts and what's really most precious to us. I mean, as I was praying today, and I'll confess my own sins and whatever, I don't know if you call them sins, but I guess it is in a sense. But, you know, you, you, you make time, you carve out time, you say, I want to seek the Lord, I'm going to pray. And, and you find yourself battling against all the distractions. I mean, you, you're tempted to grab that phone and you're tempted to, to do the normal routine. Of course, you're, you're tempted if you're fasting, you're tempted to go in and get that chicken, amen. Uh, you're tempted to, uh, you know, to text. You're tempted to talk. You're tempted. And even as you know you're supposed to be seeking God, there's always something that is pulling against you, trying to keep you from seeking God. It's a struggle. It's a fight because we have a propensity not to seek God. That's why we have to do things on purpose. How many know it's work to seek God? It is hard work. I mean, you have to put out, if, if you're, you know, if, you, if you're really going out, you want to take off some time. You, you know, you got to set some things aside and, you know, and you still got to deal with issues as they come up. And, and, and it's hard to seek the Lord. But I want to tell you tonight that the rewards are well worth it. As we seek to hear his voice and understand, we must fight against all of the things that will try to keep us from seeking him. You see, as I said at the beginning, when we first got started, we talked about this, this thing that um, I mentioned something about, that this all begins with individual us. You know, God is consistent, amen? God, the Bible says he changed not. God is not on an, emo on an emotional roller coaster. We are sometimes. Some of you thinking, well, I went to work today. I'm tired. I'm this, I'm that. Again, all those things fighting and saying, you know what, you, 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 need, you could be doing other things because you got to fight to seek God. How many you said I had to fight a little bit just to come here tonight? You had to fight yourself. You had to fight your own emotion. I really don't want to be here. I could be doing something else. Though inside, you know you should be here because how many know what David said? I'd rather be, uh, what did he say about the, the, in the tents? He said, I'd rather dwell in the tents of the righteous than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Something like that. Paraphrasing, but I didn't get quite get that right. But he was saying that he'd rather be in the house of God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Amen? 
David saw something that it was something wonderful about being in the presence of God with his people, talking to the same God that we all love. And so I want you to fight against that natural disposition that you have that says, you're apprehensive, I'm not sure if I want to do We want to seek God with all of our heart. You know why? Because he gave us a promise. He said that if you seek me with all of your heart, you'll find me. That's what he said. He says, if you seek me with everything that is in you, if you come after me, if you chase after me, if you lay everything else down and you run after me, you will find me. Matthew chapter 7. You don't have to turn there. I'll just read it. Matthew chapter 7 says, um, a familiar passage, ask and it will be given to you. Ask. All of us got something we want to ask God for, right? I want you to think about it from this perspective. Every single time that we, when you go back and you look in the Bible, you see the great things that God did. You know, they were born out of people that talked to God. They asked God to do something. There's one, James says in James 4.2, he says that you have not because you ask not. I mean, you know, do you realize there's a lot of things that don't happen in your life simply because you don't ask God? You'd be surprised how many things don't happen because you haven't really asked God. He says, ask and you shall receive. Seek. Oh, there's that word again. That guy keeps saying that. Seek. And he didn't say you might find. He said, seek and you will find. You see how God keep putting that right back on us? He says, you ask, and if you studied that in the Greek, it means keep on asking. Seek. Keep on seeking. How many of you ever lost your keys? I remember one time I lost my keys, and uh, I turned the whole house upside down. And you know when you lose your keys, especially when you got somewhere to go, everything else stopped, doesn't it? Nothing else is more important until you get those keys in hand. And so you are seek, you flip over chairs, you, 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 somebody call you, you put the phone down quickly. I got to find my keys. I got to find my keys because you're occupied. How many know God wants to occupy you tonight? He wants you and I to be occupied with him. See, that's what seeking means, that we're totally occupied with, with, with him immersed in him I mean just just God was speaking this to me today as I was wrestling with just trying to resist the temptations not to to seek him as I should God was just he was just reminding me he says ask you shall receive knock the door will open knock that's the next one knock that's part of what we're doing tonight right I'm going to rattle some doors tonight kingdom, the doors of heaven, right? We're going to rattle some doors. We're going to say, Lord, God, we need you to move. But the promise, the promise is that he says, if you ask, you'll get it. If you seek, you'll find me. If you knock, the door is going to get open. So I know right up front that whatever I'm seeking and praying, and I'm praying, how many of you believe in God tonight? That God is making a promise. You're going to get it. He's going to bless you. God is a good God. He delights in answering the prayers of his kids. Amen. The last verse I want to look at before we go into prayer is uh, 
Hebrews chapter 11. I want you to put your eyes on that one because this really echoes what we're going to say tonight in a very profound way, in a more direct way. Jesus. It says in verse number six of Hebrews chapter number 11, it says, it says, but without faith, it is impossible. Okay? He says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. I hope you came tonight with faith. Without faith, God says, it's impossible. I don't know how many other ways he can say that it ain't going to work. You know, every time you go to prayer to God, once you have deciphered that what you're asking is in sync with his will, you need to have a lot of faith that he's going to do it. <laughs> it won't keep you quiet. He said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. How many of you believe that he is? Amen. You believe that he exists. You believe that he is. Yesterday, today, and forever. He is, present tense. He is, there's no ending. He is, everlasting. He is means that the same thing what Jesus said uh, when, when the Bible talks about in the Old Testament where God was says, he told Moses, tell him, I am sent you. Moses said, Lord, who, who shall I tell him sent me? He says, tell him, I am. I am whatever you need. He is whatever you need him to be. You got to believe that. You got to believe that. But he goes on to say something else that is profound in his verse. He says, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God is rewarder, okay? You know, I, I looked that word up, diligent means earnest and persistent. If you go back, you know your Old Testament. Um, Jacob wrestled with God. He said, God, you go back and read that. He said, God, I won't let you go until you bless me. <laughs> Is anybody in the house feel that way tonight? That you're going to say with me, God, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. God, if I got to sink, I'm going to sink holding on to you, pulling you, God, but you're going to come through for me. That's not an arrogance. That is a persistent. God loves when people approach him with that kind of faith. And he says, he's a rewarder for those that diligently seek him. So if I'm diligent, I'm persistent, which means that we're going to have this week, you want to be persistent. You're going to have to fight for your breakthrough. We, we call this theme, we said breakthrough. That's because we're going to have to fight for your breakthrough. That's why by its very nature, breakthrough, listen to the word, breakthrough. You got to fight to get your breakthrough. Persistence. So we're diligently seeking him and he says, I'm going to reward you. 
That's what God said. So we're not doing this in vain. Amen. We're not coming here to do all this and just thinking, oh, I just went to prayer. No, no. You, I hope you have already begun to fashion what you having, what you want God to do. And that you are pursuing that tonight in your prayers. And what, I mean, we obviously, uh, we're believing God for some things for our church. But we're believing God for some things in our personal lives. Everybody got some things they're dealing with. I want us to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And we want, we want this to be a time where the Bible says that we can confess our faults one to another that you might get healed. We want this to be part of this is this, this week is letting go of the flesh. Letting go of all the things that sometimes that just mean being honest. There are things that hang up, hang up that, 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 that hangs up our blessing that we don't even realize because we don't just take the time and listen and, and pray and let other people speak into our lives. So the Bible says, confess your faults one to another that you might get healed. That you might get healed. And pray for one another. So we want to do that tonight. We want to pray for one another. You know, if you see somebody, we're moving around, we're praying, go grab somebody and say, look, pray for me. Nobody, listen, this is, nobody need to be just disengaged, amen? This is a time to engage and knock on heaven's door. Because as it says in the book of James, that the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. You go look up the word fervent. It's active. It's powerful. Fervent means fire. The fiery prayers of the righteous availeth the mud. Not, God, I hope, I hope you come through for me. I'm hoping. I'm not really sure, but God, no, no, no. Fiery means that you're coming tonight saying, Lord, this is what I'm believing for. This is what we want to see happen. And we say it with confidence tonight. And we want to pray. And uh, we just want to believe God, and we're just going to seek him with all of our hearts tonight. And so um, we're going to just, uh, and what we'll do is um, um, we can move in and out as we like, but we want to make this a time where people can move around, feel free. The microphone is up here for you. If, if, if God lays something on your heart and you want to share it with everybody, because how many know the Bible said where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm in the midst. He said two, if they touch and agree. So part of what are coming together here tonight is we got to agree with each other. There got to be some agreement. So we're going to agree with one another that God is going to do a work in the life of our church and our family and uh, whatever you're seeking God to do tonight. Amen. So feel free to roam around and move around uh, as the Holy Spirit um, um, begins to minister to us tonight.